to another episode of the CJ McCollum Show. I'm currently recording in the Pelicans facility. As you can see behind me, we got bobbleheads here. We got basketball court there. Our media staff was kind enough to allow me to use their office. We had a long practice today. Preseason is officially over and the season is officially starting as of 10-24-2023. On this podcast episode, we'll talk about Cassidy and I's favorite teams to watch on League Pass. We'll talk about interesting matchups on opening night and so much more. But right now, I think the focus is on transitioning to the season, making sure everybody's in conditioning, in shape, understanding the play calls, have court sets, secondary offense, side out of bounds plays, all the things that most teams didn't work on in preseason games because they didn't want to show too much. Now teams are tightening up. And for us, having six days in between games was a blessing, but also means long practices, long scrimmages, and long days. But I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm thankful to be able to play, thankful to be here today, and looking forward to watching some fantastic basketball on Tuesday. Cassidy, who is your team or pick of the day on Tuesday? Who do you think is going to win? I mean, the fact that you're still at the practice facility doing your podcast, like what don't you do? I'm sure you're taking calls on the side as the president of the Players Association. Like it's just nonstop for you, CJ. Um, and the season's the season's here this week. Uh, I'm going to be in two games, Wednesday and Friday. But in terms of like the game I'm really wanting to see, um, I think it's like off the bat, you know, Lakers and Nuggets, the first game. <laughs> like, and mm-hmm. they've been they've been chirping at each other. Right. They've been there's there's been a lot of talk about, you know, like we we can't wait to play them. There, there's a, a lot of excitement around the moves that the Lakers made. And obviously the Nuggets are the defending champs and they 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 still seem really strong heading into this season. Um, so I'm I'm excited for that game for sure. And the games, you know, that I'm I'm working, I'm I'm working Victor Wembanyama's uh NBA debut. He's put on quite a show in, in the preseason. We'll see how that translates and what what they're doing at that point guard position in San Antonio because Pop is getting real creative um, with Jeremy Sohan at, at at point guard, if you will. And then on on Friday, I have you know Boston Celtics, arguably uh, the favorites to come out of the East. So up against you know the reigning eastern conference champs in the heat so i have those are the games obviously some for you know personal reasons but nonetheless uh games i'm excited to see i'm sure you you're excited to see the uh, pelicans and (laughs) and the grizzlies i am i'm I'm excited to play but i think it's always cool when you don't play an opening night because you can kind of watch uh obviously see the ring ceremony which is super cool and that team normally has like that that ring hangover to start the game because of the emotions and the celebration and how long the beginning of the game is Um, being able to see how the refs are are calling games, right? Are they calling fouls right away? Is the sloppy play in in the preseason transitioning over to the season in terms of getting away with fouls in practice because, you know, staff is refing or you have local referees. Um, What types of sets are teams running? Is it a lot of Spain action? Is it a lot of snap? which is basically a pick-pick where the big sets the screen, the car runs up and slips out. Just being able to kind of see the pace of the game, how many three-pointers are being attempted, um, and to kind of gauge how we need to play and what type of urgency we need to have because we're going into the grindhouse or whatever it's called in Memphis, and they defend well, they play hard, they're extremely well coached, they play fast, and um, you know it's going to be physical, but you're always just curious to see how 
um, the refs are calling games early on in the season. I mean, you 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 have your eye on those refs. I want I, like I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts after the first week and you point things out to me in terms of like, you know, because it's it's the start of the season for them, too. And, and they're working. They're knocking off the rust as well and learning some new rules and see how that translates to the, the beginning of the season. And then, you know, obviously things get really interesting quickly with the in-season tournament. So, I mean, I, as far as like what I'm really interested in is that, you know, this is a, this is a star driven league. And so there are a lot of just singular players who are really standing out. As I mentioned, Victor Wembanyama is, you know, garnering a lot of headlines. I am focused on that big three in in Phoenix and the offense that's going to come out of KD, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker in terms of pe- in terms of players that I'm keeping my eye on. Who who are you looking at right now? Yeah, I'm I'm a league pass junkie. My son is going to see a lot of basketball the next you know seven months. Um, turning back and forth, watching film on the iPad, TV on. I may have Miss Rachel on or, or Bluey in the background. <laughs> Did you watch it? I have I have watched Bluey since our last conversation. Okay, so wait, um, no, no, we gotta take a pause. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's it's okay. gonna it's it's gonna make the rotation. Bluey's in the rotation okay. now. Did so? Did Jacoby like it? Oh, absolutely. He's he's fascinated with screens and. I know. Uh, just... TV comes on. There's basketball, and he just starts clapping. He's like, yes. Aww. Like, yeah, dad, dad, basketball, basketball. So he's ex- he's extremely excited. Um, every time I turn the TV on, any type of sport, and if it's action figures dogs cars trucks he's like truck 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 he Aww. loves it he loves it but in terms of who i'm looking forward to watching this mm-hmm. year um jordan Poole is the is the easy answer for me the guy that scored 40 points that's the, the easy answer for you jordan it's an Poole? easy jordan pool is an offensive wizard um ability to score off the bounce camera pick and rolls isos catching shoot um he's you know the step splash brother, right? Like the guy that came in and had a little bit of Steph to his game, a little bit of clay and, you know, really helped him and was pivotal in that championship run. And I think him having the leash cut and being able to be free is going to be really good at times. And it'll be an experiment um, at other times as he continues to grow and develop and get used to being the main focal point of the defense. But I look forward to watching him with a license to kill and a license to shoot him and Kuz. Mm. is going to be really fun seeing their offensive prowls and, just really well, that gives him. something for the you know Wizards fans to kind of yeah. <laughs> like yeah. to watch because um, we're going to talk about this in in a bit. But Zach Lowe, you know, did his league pass rankings and they came in thirtieth. So I said Jordan that. Poole, <laughs> right, right. But you know, I look no Haney. I like I want I, I want to see that to be a successful partnership as well. I think you know he has those those moments of you know he, he turns into a Tasmanian devil out there and like can consume a, a court. I, I I think that will be interesting. I want to see him and him and Kuz too. I think they, they, they have kind of like a charisma thing going on with them too. <laughs> you know, Kuz likes his, his style and Jordan has his own kind of vibe. I think, I think they, they could, you know, draw some viewers just on their personalities alone. Their, their fashion, fashion. Show. <laughs> yeah. their fashion, their runway is going to be epic, especially Kuz with the, the hair combinations he's going to pull out throughout this season. <laughs> A la Dennis Rodman, but not Dennis Rodman, if you know what I mean. But the hair. Um, well, Jeremy Sohan is actually speaking more. of like, because that's when De- uh, Rodman really like, obviously the Bulls, but he started it when he was in 
really Disperse. with San, Ant- San Antonio and, you know, Sohan was, we'll get to know him a lot better this year. Cause you know, he's um, going to be on national television, television a lot more with, you know, being teammates with Victor women, Um, But yeah, I, we got the Spurs uh, on Wednesday on ESPN as uh, going up against, you know, Kyrie and Luca full training camp um, mm-hmm. trips to Abu Dhabi and Madrid together. And, sure, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Luca, though, uh, I'm hearing that like he, you know, went through a full practice. So we'll see if he's he's good to go. I think that's really what like Dallas can't can't afford to have many injuries this year um, because in the West, it's really tight. And, you know, they have a lot they have a lot of um, they're going to be middle of the pack if they can't you know find a way to really iron out that offense um, and defense. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. So in terms of, you know, the, the our, our doubleheader on ESPN, we got the Knicks and Celtics. Uh, starting it off. I mean, we talked a lot about the Celtics just being a favorite in the East. What is your, like, what's your take on the Knicks? How do you feel they're going to be this year, the moves they've made? I like the Knicks a lot. I think they're well coached. Obviously, Tiz is going to play his starters you know, a lot of minutes. They're going to be able to get in rhythm. Consistently, they've been healthy. Jalen Brunson had a great year last year. Julius Randle, another all-star, all-NBA type year where he was efficient. He scored around the basket. He playmate a lot for them. I think one of the underrated signings for that team is Josh Hart, you know, the guy who was in the trade uh, for me as well. Great defender, pushes tempo, one of the best rebounding guards in the NBA, does all the little things that impacts winning. Um, looking at DiVincenzo, another really good signing, a bunch of Villanova guys basically on their roster who are hard nose, know how to play the game the right way, have championship DNA from their college and NBA uh, experiences. And I think understanding RJ Barrett's development, Quentin Grimes and, and quickly, who's also due for a payday any day now um, or eligible for an extension, they have the recipe for success in terms of star players, a really good point guard scoring off the bench and a defensive foundation. So I, I think the sky's the limit for them. Mitchell Robinson is a really good rim protector. Jericho Sims will get some minutes this year. Uh, I think they have what it takes to to get back to the playoffs. It's just a matter of matchups. And you know how it is in the NBA. Health and matchups, it, it pretty much determines your future. So it'll be interesting to see how they hold up over an 82-game season where they're playing a lot of minutes. Mm-hmm. 
And, and then going up against the Celtics, obviously we know the moves that were made this year. Uh, in terms of like some other players I'm really interested in, I, I'm interested to see how Kristaps Porzingis can flourish with that with that team. Uh, Joe Mazzula has made it a point to tell people to not overreact to their their starting lineup and that, you know, it's going to be a combination of um, going double bigs or, you know, um, Al off the bench and which he said he is willing to do. I mean, 15 seasons, he's always started. But, you know, this is this team has so much depth. And, you know, Chris Tops is is a guy who obviously came into the league with a lot of, you know, fanfare, even if he was booed at the draft. But he, you know, got Don the Unicorn All-Star and, you know, had like a rough patch in Dallas and then coming off his best year in Washington um, now has, you know, a supporting cast of guys who kind of take the pressure off of him to not be the star. Um, and, you know, my time around him so far, he seems really confident and um you know, uh, Joe Mazzula keeps singing his praises. So that's a guy who I feel like um, who who could make some noise there in Boston with uh, like a, a lot of characters around there. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Joe Mazzula was thrown into the fire last year, obviously with the Amy Udoka situation and, and him essentially becoming head coach the day or two days before training camp um, mm-hmm. started, which is really, really hard to do, um, especially when you're preparing to mm. be an assistant. But I think that year he got under his belt would be crucial for ability to adjust on the fly, understanding what it's like to be a head coach and all those things. And from what I've heard, uh, he does a fantastic job. He watches a lot of film. He appreciates the game and is really, really big on preparation. So I, I think they're going to have another really good year. Obviously, they got JB and JT. Um, they they re-signed Peyton Pritchard. White, who's you know one of the best defenders mm. um, in the NBA, versatile. He's a plug and play, can guard one through five, can switch, catch and shoot, finishes well around the basket. They have the makings of a really good team. You talk about the uh, unicorn uh, being a perfect fit, a guy that can catch and shoot. He can attack closeouts. He can play in a pick and roll and is a rim protector. You throw in Drew Holiday and you have all the makings of a championship roster. Uh, I think it'll be fascinating to see them play against the Milwaukee Bucks. All those matchups um, throughout the game that you'll see, whether that's Dame and Drew Holiday, whether that's, you know, JT, Pat Connaughton, Giannis, JT, Giannis, JB. Like there's a lot of really good players who play the game the right way that will be competing on the highest stage. I think. Obviously, everyone's going to focus on, you know, the Celtics, the Lakers, the Denver Nuggets, those types of teams. But I think one of the teams that's under the radar, but will probably have more nationally televised games um, this season is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, I look forward to seeing Chet Holmgren play this year. Um, he had a whole year to kind of rehab and watch. It's almost like a quarterback that gets drafted and, and kind of sits for a year. Obviously, his was injury related, but the game is easier after you're able to watch it travel with the team, work out, go through a full season of learning the offense, learning the plays, get stronger. And uh, I, th- I think he's going to fit in extremely well over there. Okay. See, they got a thousand picks. They got a bunch of talent. They got an all world guard and another all world guard out of Australia and Josh Giddy defenders in Ludor. They got the Jalen's the Jalen, <laughs> mm-hmm. not brothers, but they both Jalen's uh, they got a really good team, good roster. And I think they're not just Jalen's they're Jalen. Both Jalen. Williams. <laughs> Jalen Williams brothers, but not brothers. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's got to be really confusing. But no, I, I am all on board with with um, 
OKC being a league pass team. Uh, but I, you mentioned Milwaukee. Um, there was an interesting story that came um, out last week uh, about your former head coach, uh, Terry Stotts. You know, he was the lead assistant to Adrian Griffin. You you mentioned Joe Missoula and his first full year as a, as a head coach. I know Adrian Griffin has been around the league for a long time, but um, this is his first time as uh, as a head coach. And now losing his lead assistant, um, who obviously is very familiar with his new superstar and Damian Lillard, um, you know, just a few days before uh, the start of the season. Um, what were your thoughts when, when you heard that? Have you spoken to Terry? And, you know, what do you think this is going to mean for Dame? Yeah, I, I was very surprised to see. Terry stepped down, um, knowing his personality, knowing how much he loves the game and how excited he was to work alongside Giannis. And then the addition of Dame being able to be creative with the offense and being that coach that the head coach can rely upon with head coaching experience, with experience alongside Dame in a, in a, in a partnership that lasted, you know, close to 10 years, maybe over 10 years. He's an offensive wizard in terms of ability to think the game, draw the plays and put people in position to, to succeed. So I think that is a huge loss for the Bucks, especially because of the timing with camp being over the season starting this week. The guy who was essentially supposed to be there to kind of help um, make sure the ship is heading in the right direction, if you will. Uh, yeah. with the head I mean, coach he was experience. calling the, he was calling the plays on offense, you know, like, and look, um, Adrian Griffin addressed, you know, the news and he said it caught us all off guard. You know, it was a personal decision that he made, and we just have to respect that. But you know, it's look. I'm sure they'll be fine. It's just, it's, it's just one of those things. It's like, all right, it's just another kind of challenge that Adrian Griffin has to add to his long list of challenges. Uh, you know, yeah. being a first time head coach with, with a like the spotlight on on their team and trying to get you know two superstars to gel we got some updates right here uh there was a huddle instead of walking toward players to discuss the offense Stotts attempted to start a conversation with Lillard and Giannis Griffin called Stotts to join the coaching huddle when Stotts asked for some time with the players Griffin yelled for Stotts to join the coaches huddle the incident occurred in front of the entire team those sources said so that might have been the beginning of the end or just the last domino if you will okay their situation, it seems as if there was just miscommunication or a little falling out, if you will, of um, them having some maybe some back and forth or some dialogue in front of the team based on the sources and the allegations that leaked. I think it was in The Athletic and another article. And, you know, as a, Terry's 65 year old man. Right. So he's he's probably sure if there's things that he wants to be a part of and things that he doesn't mm, want to be a right. part of at this stage of life and yeah. you got to really be in to be a coach at this stage especially having been a head coach for many years and this is a it's a choice that you make to be an assistant and to be an associate head coach and if your heart's not all the way in it then it's it's, it's got to be tough to do it especially when you know you're capable of being a head coach Absolutely. I mean, I I think that's where we can leave it. Like I'm sure maybe there'll be more stories of that that come out about this situation, but the decision was made and, you know, he made it, he made it pretty swiftly, um, you know, to allow the team to kind of figure things out. Um, and you know, the season is, is, is here now. So, um, this is, this is who the bucks are. So we'll see what Adrian Griffin can do with, with Damon and, and Giannis. ESPN tournament challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. 
making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. You know, we keep talking about league pass teams. The 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 Bucks are going to be <laughs> on our air a lot on ESPN. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you could call them a league pass team if, um, you know, if you, you want to follow just the development of uh, the Bucks and Dame and Giannis in particular. But in terms of like Zach Lowe's rankings, which we mentioned earlier, he came up with the rankings uh, 30 through one as far as like the most watchable teams on league pass. Um, Do you, how do you feel about him ranking you guys, the Pelicans 15th on the most exciting team to watch? Half. I, I think it's middle of the road. I think literally middle of the road. <laughs> perfectly in the middle. I think there's I don't feel a way about it because there's a lot of uncertainty, right? We're a great team to watch and, and really fun to watch when we're healthy. And I think that's really important and probably was a deciding factor in his decision making. I also think that there's a lot of young teams out there um who are perceived to be exciting right now. They're young, there's untapped potential. You don't really know what you're going to get from them. And people are really excited because of the unknown. I think you've seen us perform at a high level for a small sample size. So you kind of have an idea of what we're capable of um, when we are healthy, but now it's about putting it together for a full season. And we look forward to, to that challenge. But in terms of, I mean, there's tons of teams that I'm sure I would like to watch. I'm sure there's tons of teams you would like to watch. And I think as the season progresses, we'll find ourselves on TV more and more, I would imagine. I mean, do you have like, who is your number one team? Because um, Zach basically has the Bucks as his number one league pass team, um, followed by the Warriors and then um, the Nuggets. So, Who are your, let's go top three league pass teams? Because to me, those aren't really league pass teams. I guess yeah, they're going to be like, on ESPN and, and, and Turner every day. I mean, yeah. I think it's like, this is kind of like the MVP It's like, how do you define it? Like, sure. It's, it's what are the teams that like, all right, we got a uh, 14 game slate tonight. I really want to watch this team. I would like, go, I'll go with teams that probably aren't going to be on TV as much because yeah. Those those are real league pass watches, and you talk about a fourteen game slate: Lakers, Bucks, Celtics, Heat, Warriors, Spurs. They'll be on TV consistently. I would go Cavs. I really look forward to watching Donovan Mitchell. Mm. There's Garland. They got those bigs, those versatile bigs that can do a lot um, around the basket. They protect the rim really well. And being from Ohio, you understand how hard it is to play there. They got great home court advantage. I would go uh, Minnesota. I like uh, Anthony Edwards' game. He's gotten so much better year over in terms of his development, his creativity on offense, the jumper. I believe finish around the basket. He guards. Uh, he's a pit bull. And they got, you know, the self-proclaimed um, best shooting big of all time. And statistics <laughs> kind of back in. I'm not even going to lie to you. Cat, Cat shoots the ball as good as any big we've 
ever seen play this game. I mean, he's basically 90 from the line. He's over 40 from three. Set shot, but it's cash, and he got range on his jumper. He can finish around the basket. He's a real force to be reckoned with, and obviously they got Rudy as well. And they got the, the young fella who just signed for, I think it was 136 million. Uh, McDaniels, the guy that can guard, mm-hmm. he's versatile. Um, he can finish around the basket. He's Al a, he's a Anderson. Really, really skilled player. They, they got some depth. They got some depth, and uh, I think they got some experience last year playing in the playing game, and and, and ended up, I think they ended up making the playoffs and losing to Denver. Um, I think they was gentlemen. Swoop, I mean, but- didn't Bruce Brown say that the, the uh, Timberwolves are their hardest out last season in the playoffs? Like, they, you know, they're, they're due. They're due to make mm-hmm. that leap, specifically Anthony Edwards. He's he's a star. Yeah, I think they are due. Obviously, I hope that this isn't the year that they're due, being in the West, <laughs> but I think they're going to make a jump because of the experience, because of them playing together, the maturation process of health and all those things. So that'll be a fun team to watch. That'll probably not be on TV as much to start the season and probably slowly mm-hmm. get more TV games. And then you talked about the Suns. Um, who doesn't want to watch Kevin Durant, Devin Booker? Uh, Bradley Beal. I mean, Devin Lisa said Nurkic. it. Who's go- <laughs> shout out, shout out, Nurk. Uh, Devin said it. Like, who's going to guard them? Is that going to be like one of those things, and not one, not two, not three that we're going to see? No, I think this over is different because they're not talking about championships. Although I know they got yeah. aspirations, they're just talking about how tough it is. Like, can you double K? Can you double book? Can you trap Brad? Like, you can, but then that means it's a rotation where two of the best scorers to ever play the game, three of the best scorers that the game has seen in the last 10 years Seriously. Um, are playing with closeouts and one-on-one. Like who, the best defender goes to KD. Second best defender goes to book. Like, how do you do it? I get it. Like it is a dilemma and coaches are going to have to stay up late at night, figuring out coverages. How do you guard pick and rolls? How do you guard handoffs? What if they put, book as the single side tag with Katie handling like you switch the screen do you trap the screen do you hedge there's so many layers to what they can do and accomplish yeah yeah i uh, they they're on my league pass even though you know they're going to be on national tv a lot but i i think you know they're not i i think they're just every every night they i feel like there's going to be some eye popping number from one of the three two of the three all of the three um, I, you know, in the same light in terms of offense, I want to see what the Kings do, um, you know, to back up what they did last year. Um, uh, as you mentioned the thunder, uh, you know, they're just an interesting young team with Chet. And for me, another team probably opposite of all the other reasoning is the 76ers. Um, I, <laughs> I just don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, I don't know what they, sh- what's going to happen. Um, Let me just like, let me pose something to you here. Okay. I know as the president of the players association, like there's certain things you could speak on and, and certain things you can't, but like say this mm-hmm. situation was in your, on your team, like Zion or Brandon just were MIA and you know, the season's around the corner. Um, Again, hard and not at practice. They don't know when he's going to be back. It's uh, it's uncertain if he's going to, um, you know, be there for the the season opener. 
when would you need to know as a leader of uh, as the, of the team like if one of your teammates was going to play in the game because uh you know no. Joel's saying all the right things right now but uh, there's got to be frustrations this for sure frustration because you you know you have a chance to win the championship but you hope that whatever James is going through maybe it's personal maybe it's health related that everything is all right and you control the controllables in this in this life and in this sport and I think for Jojo it's tough they were a game away from going to the conference finals right oh yeah 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 they they had a two no, game so lead. They, yeah they, they had lost game, game seven they lost game six at home and lost game seven against the Celtics right but we're blown out on game seven but lost a tight one when, so they were that when close, when Jason Tatum like had a terrible game and then blew up in the fourth. Yeah, they were this close. So, I mean, I think you understand how close they are to Reese Maxey. You have all these pieces, Anthony Mountain, like you got. Well, but the Tyrese Maxey thing is a is is a is a point though, CJ, because like, you know, should Nick Nurse name him the point guard? So like they're they're having to work with all these different scenarios. Is yeah. James going to be there? Is he not going to be there? Um. And, you know, the, a guy that who can actually, like, take another step and and maybe be that, like, um, you know, Robin to Joel's Batman for the season. Like, he's kind of having to straddle the line here of, you know, what his role is. I think he's going to take a jump regardless. And I think his skill set, it, it definitely complements Embiid, he's fast. He can get to the free throw line. He can shoot. Loves to catch and shoot three. Can shoot off the bounce as well. You know, guy who, you know, will flirt with 50, 40, 90 this year. But I think to, to answer your initial question, I would need to know the morning of. It would be helpful because of the preparation, how hard you work out before the game, your pregame, how long you sleep, you know, for that pregame nap, the type of treatment that you get, Norma Tech massage, you know, all those things that you do to kind of get ready. You want to know who's in and who's out as early as possible. Um, on game day so that you can kind of go through your normal routine, watch film, maybe speak to some of the other guys who could potentially be replacing James in the offense to understand what, what play calls you want to run, what sets, fourth quarter plays, last three minutes, last five minutes, you know, half-court sets that you might want to execute and making sure everybody's kind of comfortable because, as you said before, James controls the ball, he controls the offense a lot and the pace of the game. And if he's not there, you got to be on the same page with everybody else. Well, I mean, I guess a good thing is is that they don't open their season until Thursday. Um, so that that's in Milwaukee. So maybe, you know, um whatever is going on with James will be figured out by them. I that is a loaded statement because there's a lot to figure out with James, but um you know, we'll see, but I, I like you know, I think there's been a lot of conversation around Joel and how patient uh, he should be with this organization. But I do have this understanding that he's happy, um, you know, with Nick Nurse and uh, the Nick Nurse offense so far. So I think he's just looking to kind of thrive with his new head coach for the time being. Um, you guys, you get things started on um, Wednesday. You you talked mm -hmm. about la last podcast, you were like, Yep, we're we're wrapping up early. Uh, we got six days of practice, and now I'm talking mm -hmm. to you, uh, kind of a week later, and you're like, "I'm done with these practices. You're ready. <laughs> you're you're ready to get going." And you take on the Grizzlies as we get into the Pelican brief here. Mm -hmm. I think 
twofold, right? You need the practices. The practices are important. You understand crispness, defensive rotations, flow, spacing, all of those things are really important. But then you also understand that in the game, it's a little different. The rotations are different. The timing is different. How long you're on the court together, fouls, free throws, free throw plays, all those things are different. So you just kind of want to start that because it's it's just – it's more fun. It's just, it's, it's more fun. And you've, you've practiced, you've worked out for so long. You want to just get to the games and, and really just kind of see where you stand and, and see what you're going to do well as a team and see what you need to improve upon as a team. But uh, I'm excited about the game. We're going to play in a hostile environment, obviously in Memphis, good team. They they're diverse across the board in terms of how they, how they score their shot diet, a lot of threes, a lot of paint, Bain is a guy who can get it in transition. He can shoot it. I think he was shooting 62% off the dribble from three in the preseason, which is bonkers. Uh, Jaron Jackson's getting the ball a lot um, and having freedom to kind of get downhill. Obviously, they got D-Rose. They got Smart. Smart was an addition from the Boston Celtics in a trade where he brings a defensive mindset and a mentality. He can catch and shoot threes. He can finish around the basket. He can post um, Luke Kennard, uh, Zaire Williams, like, they got a good team. Obviously, the injury to Steven Adams um, and him being out for the season is going to hurt them and change, you know, their roster construction and, and you know, kind of how they play. But that's still a very good team, and it'll be a good test for us to start the season. Yeah, that Steven Adams is such a such a bummer, right? It's just, yeah. um, you know, obviously he got hurt uh, last season around January, and it kind of just – kept him out, you know, he was mm-hmm. supposed to come back, kept him out, kept him out. And then, you know, we saw him play in a couple of preseason games and it's always kind of like a thin line in, in how you kind of treat those injuries. He has a PCL injury in his right knee and he's been ruled out for the remainder of the season. Um, and due to the fact that he now has to have surgery. Um, but he, you know, he was, a it was, he's a big presence on that team, not just physically, um, right. you know, there's a veteran, uh, leadership in that locker room. Um, and you know, like, uh, they're already going through some turmoil with, with jaw suspended for the first, you know, 25 games of the season. So they'll be without their face of, 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 of the team of the, of the franchise. Um, you know, and, and, uh, it, it will be interesting just to see like how, what kind of identity, um, Marcus, kind of takes on that team. I mean, we all know who Marcus Smart is. See, it mm-hmm. seems like a a natural fit for him, you know, to be in the uh, in the grindhouse. It makes sense for for Marcus Smart to be there, but I don't know. I'm I, I the the expectations around the Grizzlies, I feel like are uh, they're up and down. I think it's, I think until Jaws back, you can't really like you know, kind of have a real good grasp on what this team is going to be this season. Yeah, I think it's it's premature to judge any teams right now, especially teams that aren't whole and missing a guy like Ja for 25 games is going to hurt, but it's also going to help the development of other players. And then when he comes back, if they can hit the ground running, you know, he's, he's an all world player. He changes the game for everybody. He's a, the type of guard who can lead the NBA in, in points in the paint at, at six foot six, one, six, two, whatever he is, he's explosive. Great, great in transition, gets your team in the bonus early. He's fast. Um, he does all those things. He's must see TV. And I think if if they have him healthy and as a part of their team for the long haul, they're always going to have a chance to win games. Well, what do you what, how are you viewing your role this season? Um, you know, what are what are you tasking yourself with in terms of, you know, 
some goals that you want and then what are you being told is you know really the the role you need to take on this team to ensure that you guys have the most success you guys can have yeah, I think it just starts with leadership, doing things the right way every day. Um, that's the first part, you know, making sure we're getting in the sets, making sure we're getting out in transition and running and making sure B.I. and Z are really maximizing their talents and who they are. You know, that's, those are two guys that can play on the ball. Those are two guys that can play off the ball. They can get downhill and pick and rolls, post-ups. They can get early touches in, in, in the flow of the offense and transition on makes or misses. They can be handlers in, in, in 55s or double double drags. They can run snap. They, they got a lot of versatility, and I think for us to be great, we have to maximize that. Um, that means them having the ball. That means them initiating some of the offense. That means them being screeners. That means me sometimes setting screens, me sometimes getting screens from them. Just doing whatever it takes for us to be successful and really just maximizing everybody's talent. Obviously, we got to continue to work on our spacing. got to continue to work on our pace, our understanding of you know time and score value and possessions, still being able to generate quality threes, being able to generate corner threes. JB talked about that a lot um, in preseason. And I think I'll play on the ball. Some I'll initiate the offense. Some I'll play off the ball. Those guys are, are talented enough to to where they can get the outlets and go. Herb can initiate the offense some too. He did at Alabama. And he's a really cerebral player who can run an offense, who knows when to cut, um, who knows when to screen. And JV is another guy who can get touches and, and really dominate. You know, he's an efficient player on the basket. He can catch and shoot. He makes his free throws and uh, he can get us in a bonus early. So I think it's just about running our offense consistently with pace and then just allowing the ball to go where it's supposed to. And, and, and generally, as coach would say, the ball is going to find talent, right? The ball finds talent every night. Um, so you don't have to worry about that. So can you like just set the scene for me when you're watching all of these games and Jacoby is 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 with you? Like, how many monitors do you have on like an off night? And it, he stays up for games. I mean, it's late. Kobe has a hard out unless it's game night. So if I have a game, he'll come and and mommy will bring him to the game and he'll stay for a little bit and then end up leaving. You know, maybe first quarter, maybe it's halftime, whatever the case may be. Early games, like I think we play Saturday at six, he'll be able to probably watch the whole game. Uh, what is the games average about two hours and 10 minutes. So he'll be able to stay up till like after eight on, on a night, like tomorrow, he'll probably be able to watch a little bit of the, the early game where central time. So seven is eight and six is seven. So he'll be able to watch a little bit of the games because we're central time. Um, and then put him down. It's not a game night that I'm playing in. He probably goes to bed at like seven 38. So he'll be able to see some of the game. Um, he usually watches for a little bit and then he's all over the place. He's, playing with his truck he's crawling around pushing the wagon and just easily distracted and entertained by his toys so he's not going to be able to watch a full game for a while but he's like he knows to be a pelicans fan like does he 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 understand he knows that he knows that i plays basketball okay Um, he'll point to the tv when i'm on tv when i'm on on the away game he'll go get the ball and dunk it like when when basketball's on if i tell him Jacoby, dunk it for Dada. He'll get the ball and dunk it. Which still work jumper. Um, he just wants to dunk everything, which is a great mentality, but we want to work on the skills. <laughs> so he's a good passer. He throws the ball down the hall. He'll pass the ball. Um, he'll kick the ball. So maybe soccer is in, in the future maybe. as well. But hey, a lot um, of money in soccer. <laughs> he loves sports and cars and trucks. Those those are those are great interests at uh, you know, just under two, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) Um, As long as like he knows to cheer for Dada, because 
Um, I'm at a phase right now with my daughter that she's just, you know, we have our teams like me and my husband, we have our teams, but she refuses to cheer for any of those teams because she only wants to cheer for New York teams because she's from New York. And I'm <laughs> like, you're can't, she's killing my husband because, well, so are the commanders. So I honestly don't know mm-hmm. if I subject uh, my daughter to, to, to that team, but I digress. Um, <laughs> well, next time we talk, um, it's going to be a whole weekend to the regular season. Um, and I, I can't, I can't wait. I mean, are like, are you excited? Are you nervous? I, I have a little bit of like anxiousness, like I'm ready for the season to start. I'm, I'm nervous mm-hmm. about it. Um, I think anxious, definitely anxious, excited. The travel is the one thing that you forget about, right? Just how much you have to fly during season. You know, every few days you're playing games, getting on planes, getting off planes. So just getting in that routine again is. Do you have lay down beds in your plane? No, we don't. Well, we have those big Delta planes that we fly on where you can get back pretty far, but it's not pods. Do you have a pillow? Do you have a neck pillow? What's your your travel I get a regular. So I can sleep in, in any circumstances. So I travel, I wear flight tights, all that stuff. I'll probably Norman Tech on the plane. I put my headphones on. Sometimes I, I wear the eye mask. Sometimes I don't. But I get my recline by here. I, I wear a little lumbar protector for my spine. And that's all she wrote. I'll, I'll be not, I'll eat, drink a Pedialyte, and then it's game over. Do you always sit next to the same person? I've been sitting in the same seat since... I was in Portland. Me and Dame used to sit in the second to the third row. I sat on the inside. He sat on the um oh. the aisle. And then oh, when I got you're, traded, you're a window. Cause you I have to have the window if I want to sleep. I was window for eight and a half years and I got traded to the Pelicans. I took the the aisle seat. So last season, I can't remember who sat beside me, but this season Dyson sits to my left. I can't and I don't know Z's, how you sleep. Z's Whatever. to like my right, like right like right here you guys aren't a team that like plays jokes on people sleeping no i mean if they do i don't it hasn't happened to me yet they play (laughs) cards and guys listen to music and eat and yeah vibe out tell jokes so it's a it's a really cool setting it's just a lot of travel so that's where the anxiousness comes in it's just like so being away travel being away from your family playing all these games missing stuff and when you have a young kid the Last year, I was worried that I was going to miss his first steps, like before he yeah. walked. And I actually was able to see it, thankfully. But oh. you just worry about like those types of things. But I was able to see it. So that was cool. Yeah, it's not it can't be easy, you know, like mm-hmm. being a young dad um, in this league, too. I mean, Jason Tatum talked about that a lot, you know, with um, with Deuce. I think a lot of people don't realize like NBA players, you're real people, too. Like and not just basketball. We have real feelings. We have real feelings and emotions. Exactly. And on that note, um, good luck and have a great opening week. And uh, can't wait to be back with you all again next week. Thanks. I I appreciate it. Thank you. Make sure your phone's charged so uh, your daughter can watch Bluey and you can watch the games. (laughs) Exactly.